0: Mary Zarnecki, and I am your host for today's episode of Sticky Note Marketing. If we haven't met before, I am a marketing coach as well as business coach for both small, scrappy startups as well as senior business leaders and global market leading brands. So, today's topic is near and dear to my heart, as uh, I'm sure it is for many marketers out there, as well as creatives and agency owners is the creative brief so i've been working with several different organizations recently in my workshops around the briefing process and i've heard some common mistakes and frustrations that i wanted to address in today's episode so when we think about the creative brief we are thinking about a strategic tool this is something that marketers can use to effectively create direction that empowers creatives and agencies to create great work to create amazing creative campaigns But when done poorly, it's the surefire way to waste a ton of money and energy and effort and probably alienate or at least anger some of your creative partners in the process. So, how do we avoid that? How do we avoid? basically making these common mistakes when it comes to the briefing process. Now, if you're a small business owner, you may not have even used a creative brief when uh, working with your partners, right? So when developing a website or developing an email campaign, ideally, we're using the creative brief to get the best work out of our creative partners. So big brands use this all the time. So if you are a marketing leader or a corporate professional in this space where you're using briefing, Ideally, we have a couple key elements in there that we want to make sure no matter what template you're using or your organization has, we want to make sure there are seven elements that are absolutely in every creative brief you develop. Why? Because these are the elements that create the focus, that create the clarity and that empower the team that you are briefing, the creative agency or uh, even an internal creative uh, group to actually do the best work. So what are those seven elements? The seven things that you want to make sure are absolutely in every single one of your creative briefs are number one, a robust picture of your target audience. Who is this targeting? Who are we speaking to here? Let's be super clear about that. Number two, what's the behavior objective you want that audience to take as a result of whatever this creative execution is and having clarity on that. And here's a hint. It's not awareness. It's awareness for the purpose of something. It's awareness and blank. Also, we wanna make sure there's an insight in there. A target audience insight is the most powerful thing you can tap into in your creative communications and executions. If we tap into this insight, those dark corners, those fears, those worries, those desires of this target audience, that's how we can compel action. That's how we can change behavior. If we are not talking into an insight, if we haven't identified a true insight, And I'm not talking about a data point. I'm not even talking about a need or want. I'm talking about a deep, dark, below the surface kind of audience insight. That's what we want to be capturing here in this creative brief. We also want to make sure we are clearly articulating for our creative partners the benefit promise. What is it that we are promising this audience that's unique to us? And part of that, why should they believe us? What's the proof, right? How are they going to believe that we're going to deliver that? We also want to include in any creative brief we're developing the media touch points and understanding of where is this audience already looking for information? What do they prefer to get their information packaged in? What kind of things are they consuming now? And also our brand character. When your brand, your business, your product walks into the room, who walks into the room? Who is this character? What do we want to see when this execution comes back from your creative team? So those are your seven core elements. You want to make sure that you're using that list. (laughs) Feel free to take notes and uh, make sure that you're using that in your template. The other thing I see even senior marketing leaders get wrong is that insight section. Like I said, the insight is one of those seven key elements we want to include, and we want to make sure it's an insight, not a data point, right? Men shampoo their hair five times a week. That's a data point because you can take a survey of a sample set of your audience and, and find that information. But what we want to see in this creative brief is an insight, right? Is there a fear? Is there a worry? Is there a desire there? Is there something that if we fed it back to them, if we set this back to your target audience, would they react and say, Hey, are you listening to my Alexa? Cause I was literally just thinking that we want to enter the monologue that's going on in the mind of your target audience and turn it into a dialogue through this campaign that you're going to be creating with your creative partners. Also, we want to make our agency and our creative partners empowered to do great work. So how do we make as marketers, our agency, and our creative partners love us and how do we help them to live into their zone of genius to develop amazing campaigns, campaigns that end up being profitable for our organization? Well, One of the best ways to do that is to practice our coaching skills. So as marketers, we have our zone of genius and we're using this creative brief as the strategic guidance, as the the one thing that we can use to provide feedback and coaching as we're working on developing this execution with our creative partners, but we don't wanna step on their toes. So the one way that you can ensure that you make friends and stay friends with your creative partners is to make sure that you're not providing prescriptive feedback. What do I mean by prescriptive feedback? Well, if you've ever been in a meeting where someone said something like, hey, could we just tweak this copy a little bit or can we make this red a little bit redder? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about when I say prescriptive content or feedback is we don't wanna step on the toes. We are not graphic designers. That is why we are hiring these experts, these creative experts to do this work because we are not that person. So we wanna stay in our lane and provide strategic feedback based on what we've included in the guidance that's provided in the creative brief. All right. If you have any questions about what we touched on here today, obviously we couldn't get in depth in all of it and the time constraints we have. But remember those seven elements you want to double check, you're making sure to include all of those in your creative brief, really make sure that you're looking at that insights, session, section, especially even senior marketing leaders I've seen called data points, insights. We want to make sure that we're truly capturing an insight and also easy way to make your audience, uh, agency and creative partners love you, not providing prescriptive feedback and instead staying in our lane as marketers providing that strategic strategic guidance. All right, let's continue the conversation. I want to invite you over to my private Facebook group uh, it's a great community for both marketing professionals, uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners to connect, collaborate, and continue being inspired in your business. I'm also going to be dropping in there for my community, my one-page briefing success checklist. So join us over there. It's simplesavvymarketing.com. I look forward to continuing the conversation, and I will see you on next week's episode of Sticky Note Marketing. Cheers.